Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's not your mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the diamond cutter. Diamond cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, hello, my fellow DDPY Warriors. It is Wednesday night where I currently am. It is 9 p.m. here on the DDP Radio uh, Megaplex 184th floor. We are here broadcasting live, and because of the quarantine situation, there. Nobody letting let anybody in or out. So I've literally been up here on the 174th floor of the DDP Radio Megaplex for three weeks now. And to be honest, we're short on supplies. And let's just say the stench is outrageous. But um, we're surviving. <laughs> we're all in this together. It's a crazy time. It's a crazy place. And um, Crystal, I know that uh, you have had a heck of a week yourself. So. Uh, Welcome to the show. What about uh, everything? It's, uh, the world has changed significantly since we are here on March 1st. Right? It, it's unbelievable, the stuff that's going on. But, you know, what can you do? You just do the best you can with what you got. There's a lesson in that. Well, so. yeah, that's exactly true. And, and I'll tell you what we do. When you really, when things get stressful and when things get tough, what you got to do is you got to surround yourself. You got to re- rely on your friends. You got to call your friends. And that's why I specifically uh, asked you to reach out to one of my uh, favorite people here in the DDPY community. Don't tell him I said that. He's off air, I think, so we can't let him <laughs> in on that secret. But um, I asked you to reach out to Rodney. And I'm going to say I was prophetic, and I asked you to do it because I knew there was a quarantine and I would need my friend to talk me through this. But we had asked him a few months ago. So I want to bring him on here without any further ado. He is, uh, I call him the Ned Flanders of DDP Radio because he's so kind <laughs> and generous and wholesome. But he's cooler than Ned Flanders because I don't think I could have had some of the text conversations we've had where we just, <laughs> the stupid comedy and TV and movies. Uh-huh. But uh, welcome to the friend, my friend uh, Rodney Esty to the show. How are you, Rodney? I'm doing well. Doing well. How about you? <laughs> Uh, I, I'm, I'm doing awesome, and I appreciate you coming on with us. I know it's a, a stressful situation, and um, I know that you got three, uh, two boys and a, a wife, and you're the third boy, obviously. Um, staying home through all of this, you guys are kind of hunkered down, trying to do the best you can, and I know it's a tough situation, so I appreciate you kind of carving out some time to get away and, and uh, come on and, and keep me company, which is the most important thing. I should be your top priority here, Rodney. Always. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 
I got to tell you, I, I met Rodney through just the DDPY community um, a couple years back. Uh, we roomed together at the a couple of wrestling things over the years, which I still think you're having nightmares over. Uh, the snoring just doesn't leave that brain. But um, to be honest, uh, Rodney really is one of my favorite people in the world, and I text him constantly. And uh, my dad passed away four months ago today, and Rodney was a really huge part of uh, just staying in touch with me. And uh, he's one of those friends that you can, you know, you can rely on to, to kind of you know roll through those tough times with. And there's not a lot of people who I consider uh, myself able to do that with. I'm kind of a closed down person emotionally. So uh, I apologize. I end up loading it all onto Rodney and making him carry my burden. But in all seriousness, I appreciate Rodney. And he's been a really great friend to me uh, since uh, that fateful night when we shared that hotel room with the Marriott and, uh, <laughs> you didn't probably didn't get any sleep that night because I'm incredibly loud and boisterous. Yes. Yeah, I'm still recovering from no. the snoring, but it was lots of fun. <laughs> so, you know, I wanted to bring you on here too because, you know, we all know that things have been it's been a hell of a couple of years. It's been things get really hard, and I know uh, myself that I had slipped off to the point where I was, you know just not getting my workouts in. You get into that rhythm of the holidays, and then the workouts become more intimidating the longer you don't do it. And uh, Rodney started throwing up his workouts every couple days and keeping himself accountable, putting it back on Facebook. And to be honest with you, that really kind of snapped me back into a a place where I wanted to get back on the mat. Uh, And I got to thank you for that because it is, uh, it, it was something that you said to me personally, you said, I feel kind of like I'm narcissistic, like I'm putting it out there, like, hey, look at me. But it really is one of those situations that, you know, somebody sees it's like, ah, you know, he's doing it. Maybe I'll just throw my mat on. And I couldn't let you beat me, obviously, and, and get further ahead than I am. But, uh, you know, you do kind of pass along the inspiration when you kind of share that stuff. So I appreciate that uh, you posting that. And keeping up with it, too. And I got to ask you, you kind of were in the same situation. You kind of let the workout slide a bit, and then you really had to check yourself. What was it What was it that kind of was the catalyst to get you back on the mat and uh, start keeping yourself accountable? Uh, the holidays, um, which I had slacked prior to the holidays, but the holiday, you know, eating – a bunch of junk food, gaining a few pounds, clothes not fitting as well. <clears throat> and I just saw the New Year as a, a good opportunity. I actually decided on New Year's Day I was going to start and try to keep up with the, you know, a, a commit to three times a week, which is pretty much three to four times a week is the most I've ever done. Um, but I, I committed to doing a week solid with the hope of doing three to four a week. Um, but as I progressed, I just I kept doing it and kept doing it. And it just uh, – did it until it became an expectation and a habit, and I looked forward to doing it again. Because when you have the initial, you know, first year or so, you, you get excited about the workout. You have a lot of changes, and then those things kind of wear off or slow down. So you lose that momentum if you get sick or, or fall off for some reason. But um, – I did it this time until I would get excited about doing it again. And whether it was a a 15 or 20 minute workout or a 35, 40 minute, 45 minute, whatever, um, I just committed to doing something every day. Um, And so far, 
since January 1st, I think I've missed two from uh, a pulled muscle in my neck. Uh, but otherwise, I've been on the mat with something every day. Good job. Wow. Good for you, man. That's awesome. And, you know, I know that, um, you know, you're, you're a busy father, too. And, you know, working from home and stuff, as you do a lot of the time, it's a – you. You can easily find yourself in a place where where you take advantage of just the quietness and like ah, I don't want to waste that you know with a workout and stuff. But I feel like the more you don't work out, the more you the longer you go without doing your stuff, the longer you go, the easier it becomes to convince yourself I don't need to. And you nailed it on the head. Like it's right there. Once you start getting those those repetitions and you get those workouts and you start getting uh, you know things done getting back in the rhythm, you're like, how the heck, did, why did I fall off this rhythm? This is how I'm, this, I operate better doing this. I feel better doing this. Uh, but the more you kind of let yourself be stagnant, the more acceptable that place becomes in your world and breaking it up and the rhythm and the habit is easily reformed. If you just kind of get through it a little bit, sometimes it's hard to get it restarted, but if you just get out there and do it, it becomes part of your life again and pretty quickly. Definitely. And I had a few false starts, you know, over the, over the past couple of years where I would get on it for a week or a month and then fall off again. But, but this time, I think committing to the, you know, the first solid week just every day um, really helped. And then, okay, I've done one week, so let's do another. Um, so just kind of getting in that routine. And it, it became something I look forward to because working from home, you know, i I don't get out a whole lot unless it's a weekend. So having that quiet time in that time where, okay, I have a 30-minute or 45-minute workout, and this is my time. You know, the kids the kids leave me alone unless they decide to work out, which is always fun and a little extra pep in your step when you do that. But, um, yeah, just having that time, and, and it's a, a time to almost decompress because you have to stay focused. You have to stay intent on what you're doing, stay engaged. Um, so it's a nice way to drown out or decompress from a, a tough day. Now, Rodney, no, how much I'm... has – sorry, Mike, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say, how much has current circumstance, has that affected your workout schedule? It has um, actually in a beneficial way because – um, I'm able to do, I'm able to take my lunch break during the day and, and get my workout done during that lunch break rather than, you know, seven or eight o'clock, nine o'clock after the boys go to bed. Um, so it's, it's helped and it, it's something that I've argued with myself over, okay, you're just exhausted, you know, just, just get the rest. You'll be fine tomorrow. Um, better just get down and do it anyway. And, and I'm so grateful every time I do because, like I said, it's just it's a time to get out of my own head and get out of my own way to to focus. And I mean, you always feel better after. There's never been a workout yeah, sure. that I finished where you regret having spent that time. You always feel better and and just more energized and and awake afterwards. You know, we we and I have chatted off and on throughout the past couple of weeks and. You know, during these times, it, it's so stressful. And 
you know, we think of, you know, I I know that it's just a, it's pain being inside all the time. It's a pain in the ass. But I know that, you know, it's Katie and myself, and if worse comes to worse, if, you know, no one ever goes back to work, I can live with my, live in my car. I own the car. We can live in the car. You know, you got a family to worry about. There's a lot of more pressure on people, you know, when you have kids and wives. And, you know, being in there and being in a situation like this, it's pretty taxing, and it's pretty mentally draining, too. And I think there's something to be said that isn't stated enough for the physical form of the DDPY and what it does to stress and mental, you know, the mental health aspect of thing. It's almost, it's almost like a medication in itself. Um, and I know that you, you have a background in that kind of stuff. So I know that you probably know how to deal with it <laughs> probably better than most, but that doesn't mean it's always going to be hundred percent effective all the time. So do you rely on that to kind of just, you know, kind of sending yourself during the day and it, especially with all the stresses going on right now, I know it's hard for you and it's hard for your family, kids asking questions, you know, and it's, it's a, it's a pretty heavy thing going on in the world right now, especially when you got little ones to worry about. It is. And actually, you know, speaking of mental health, I, that is my field, um, but <laughs> uh, we're not always the best at, at practicing what we preach. Um, and I spent, I spent several years on, antidepressants and anxiety medications. And one of the things I'm most happy with uh, is that I was able to, to stop taking my antidepressant and um, not rely on medication to work with my anxiety or, or to help the, my moods. <clears throat> um, that there was something, you know, there are several things along the last six years that I've, I've learned, but one thing Dallas said uh, that that has stuck with me and has really helped is uh, when you control your breath, you control your life. And it, it sounds so simple and simplistic, but it has gotten me through countless situations, whether it was my dad's emergency heart surgery or, uh, you know, I, I was going to be laid off at one point, which thankfully turned around, but um, my mom had been ill for a while. You know, there are just several several things through life that have kind of kicked you in the tail and, and I was able to get through those, you know, by breathing. And it sounds, like I said, it sounds very simplistic, but it, it really has helped. I think it's really amazing. It's something that we all have in common. And I mean, it's so simple. You tell someone to breathe. It's something we do so, you know, nonchalantly and automatically that we don't really put much thought into it. But I'm telling you, um, I agree with you, Rodney, that if you can get your breath down, who boy, I'm telling you, you can get a hold of some of the tough situations that are really wearing you down because I had a freak out in an MRI machine recently. And the only thing that got me out of it was breathing. I had to learn to control my breath because I was hyperventilating and, yeah, it just wasn't any good. So the power of the breath is an amazing thing. Absolutely. And, and it's something I've worked with, with my boys on when they're upset as well. <clears throat> and, and the technique that, that Dallas teaches for, for the deep belly breathing, it's really, you know, it's a powerful tool. Yeah, powerful. yeah I agree. You know, it, it sounds so, like Crystal. Whenever you have an appointment coming up, and you'll text me saying, "I'm I'm so stressed out," I always text back, "Just breathe, just breathe," because yep. and it almost sounds you know condescending, but it's so 
I, I, I'm, I come from an Irish Catholic background. My family's Irish Catholic and they're from Massachusetts, Boston, Irish Catholic. So we just take all our stress and anger and, and just fears. And we just put it on that wall of emotion that sits on every man's chest to quote from Bill Burr. Uh, you know, you kind of just shelve it. And I realized how much I do that when, uh, you know, I, I made a point last year to kind of start focusing on my, the type of breathing, you know, the, the belly breathing. And when you're consciously aware of your breaths, you know, and you're trying to retrain yourself how you breathe, you become very familiar with how you breathe. And I never realized I did this in every situation, but when I'm stressed or when I'm angry or upset, I'm, I never act outwardly. I don't, I'm not a yeller. I don't yell. I don't scream. I don't throw a temper tantrum. It's just not my style. But I realized whenever I got outwardly stressed, I would hold my breath for yep. ridiculous amounts of time. Like I would just sit there and hold it, let it out and then breathe in and then hold it for another 30 seconds. And you realize that how much a breath really is, is, uh, you know, what sort of looking for, you don't realize you're doing it subconscious. Um, so much of the breathing is subconscious that you're probably have unhealthy breathing habits and not even realizing it. As I noticed, as I'm holding my breath for 30 seconds at a time and releasing it, without even kind of being aware that I am in that situation. And when you're actually letting oxygen get to your brain, it's crazy how you could probably manage situations differently in your world if you're giving your brain the tools to get through it naturally. Yeah, absolutely. Every time I talk to Dallas, that's the one word he always says to me when I'm in the middle of a medical freakout is he always tells me to breathe. Because he knows. Yeah. Yep. Well, I, I probably killed a lot of brain cells along the way, which probably makes a lot more sense to everyone listening. <laughs> the Mike Mullen's the origin story. I have people <laughs> listening at home that are probably like, I knew he's either not breathed very well, he's lived under power lines or ate paint chips as a kid. One of those three things is about the right guy. So. Uh, the, no. <laughs> but, no, it's it's so true. Uh, and. You know, Rodney, I, uh, you know, you and I kind of bonded over that wrestling event that we went to the first time, and uh, you room, we roomed together after barely even speaking on the phone with each other. We kind of just, you know, texting here and there. Uh, we both uh, have an affinity for the Cornette family, Stacy and Jim. Hello, Stacy. Uh, I know she's not listening to this because she has better things to do than listen to me, but I love them. And Rodney is uh, friends of Stacy and Jim's as well. And uh, we uh, got to know each other over this couple of years, and uh, – um, you came back last year again. We got the room again for the second time. But um, Rodney's and I, just, uh, our friendship developed over DDPY. But like so many other people in this community, it kind of evolved past uh, DDPY. It became, you know, he's my go-to guy to talk about the new show that just came out or whatever. And if you listen to Rodney right now on the show and then listen to me, you're like, how are these people friends? Like Rodney is a whisper quiet and Mike is Mike is like you know firing a cannon off inside of a you know steel grinder or something <laughs> but through, it would be like Jay and Silent Bob if, if Jay was the if, if uh, I was the fat Jay or something but um you know he <laughs> we're we're so different but that's kind of my point here you know you you're we're just we are on paper different people and the way that DDP why works we don't bring our differences to the table. We bring those bonding and those similarities 
And if anything, we expose a lot of people who uh, ourselves to a lot of people who probably we would have cast off on paper. Uh, So many people nowadays, especially only will surround themselves with people who are exactly like them. And through Mm -hmm. DPY, I got to know you and, uh, you know, I consider you a, a good friend. And I know that you're friends with a lot of people here on this platform. You've made a lot of uh, friends and acquaintances and you've gone to the PC and all this stuff. Uh, And it's one of those situations that you really kind of embraced the community aspect when you came into the program. Uh, What did that mean to you and how have, uh, has that changed your journey over the years? You know, having such deep roots into the community and become friends with so many people around here. Oh, and I, I, I second what you say. You, I consider one of my, my best friends. Um, I trust, you know, we, we talk about some deeper issues, um, and I, I do appreciate that. Um, <clears throat> the community, when I started, I, I, in 2014, it was still, still pretty much on a growth, <laughs> on a growth course. Um, and there seemed to be a lot of people that kind of started you know, several months before me and then around the time I did. Uh, and the community that surrounds DDP yoga and DDPY is, I wouldn't be here without it for sure because they were supportive, they were encouraging, positive. Um, you know, and we discussed beyond, beyond the workouts, the uh, lifestyle, you know, lifestyle changes, food it was a, a safe zone, a safe space that you could ask questions without feeling stupid. Cause I've, I never worked out before. I'd never even thought about exercise of any type or, you know, I, I scoffed at eating healthy and, and all those other things until, you know, I had some awakenings and, and the boys kind of becoming a, a agent of change for me making some major life changes. Um, but the community was there, you know, to answer questions. And then, as you progress, and of course, you know, like, like we said, I'm in, I'm in mental health. I'm a therapist, so I kind of have that natural caretaker and want to help. So as I became more experienced, I offered that support to the generation behind me, you know, and, and it's always nice to be able to do that and kind of help or mentor people, um, have people reach out and say, and even with you, <clears throat> excuse me, even with you saying, you know, I was feeling really self-conscious and, and not great about posting my workout pictures at the beginning of the year, but I did it for accountability. But, you know, you reached out to me in a text and said, thanks for posting that, you know, and, and what you shared. So, you know, and I was, I was really on the cusp of not posting it because I felt it was just becoming redundant or, you know, a pain in the butt to <laughs> people to have to scroll through. Um, but the community is just there and, and you don't realize sometimes who's watching, you know, whether you're on the giving or receiving end of that, you don't realize who's watching and, and what impact you might have. So the community is strong and, and I've never experienced anything, anything like that where so many people can come from so varied backgrounds and nationalities and ethnicities and, and just come together to be loving and positive and supportive. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I, I love that about your story too, is 
you, know, you really did embrace that kind of leadership role. Once you're here long enough, you know, DDP is the guy at the top. He's always going to be the guy at the top. But once you're yep. here long enough, the community depends on you to give back to the people that are just coming in because you're probably were in that space like a year or two years beforehand where this is pretty intimidating for a lot of people who've never done that. And to have somebody who's been around for a while, or there's so many people that have stories that can relate to people, it really welcomes people in and it feels welcoming. And you don't feel like you're, you're the new guy on the team and everyone's, you know, already knows each other and knows all the plays and you're coming in blind. Like people really are great about accepting you. And, and I know you are one of those people and you're doing that for a lot of people. And probably since then, there's been a few generations that are doing it for the next people. That's how the program maintains, you know, that's how we uh, yeah. you know keep it going. We really embrace the next generation and that's all you can do is give back. If you've had success with this program, it's up to you to give back to the people who are coming in next because there's a lot of lives mm-hmm. that are changing and you got to just do your part or your keep, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. I had somebody ask me not that long ago, what's the biggest thing um, that you find with DDP yoga? And I said, you know what? There's no such thing as blind faith here. There's faith. Because someone, there's always going to be someone who can relate to your story, and there's always going to be someone that you can connect with and will toe the line with you and help you get to where you need to be. The only thing is, is that you have to put the effort forth. But other than that, I mean, you are going to have to do that anyway. So, you know, it's an amazing thing when you find a, a group of people that are so like-minded. It's pretty amazing. Definitely. No, absolutely. I love that. And, you know, uh, you know, Rodney, I know that, uh, you know, your wife, Katie, I have a wife, Katie, we have two twin St. Katie's. Um, but, um, uh, Oh, speaking of which, I, I got to go here for a second. It's kind of taken off, off the path. Uh, Rodney, I, I tell you this all the time, but, if it wasn't for my wife, I would have wandered into a ditch sometime somewhere and fallen asleep and then just never realized that I'm supposed to eat or bathe myself or clean myself and get out of the ditch. So um, last week I had, a, I had an ear thing going on. I got a blocked ear. So Katie put this stuff, this medication stuff in my ear, but we didn't have any droplets in the house because we just don't use droplets. So I used one of my old um, uh, eye droppers because I get really dry eyes. Um, so we opened it and we kind of sucked up the medication, did the ear, long story short. She puts it back in the drawer with all my other eyedroppers full of like the oh. saline solution. I went this morning and I got to put, put my eye drops in, the, in my eyes and she didn't label it or anything. And I'm like, ow, ow, burning up my oh. eye. It's to the point where it was so red that I was going to do a promo for the show right here. I was going to do a promo for the show, but I'm like, I'm going to scare away the people from coming to check this out because I look like a <laughs> demon with a half-red eye. So I apologize sure that I did the video accidental. promo. <laughs> yeah. That's, and not to, to, to go one step further, she's literally on a binge watching Love is Blind on Netflix. So I think there's some kind of psycho, like, <laughs> there's some kind of underwhelming scene here. But oh, um, awesome. no, I know. <laughs> But, you know, I, I did want to acknowledge that because, you know, both of our Katie's are very patient with, with us. 
uh, we could probably be exhausting for different reasons. And uh, it's always so great to have somebody who's supportive on your journey and supportive of what you do and getting better with yourself. And you guys are awesome and your kids are awesome. And you guys are such a cool family um, rooming with you in, uh, in, in Charlotte and stuff. You know, there's a lot of people who are out there, like, you know, taking pictures to post on Facebook how much they love your family. I saw it firsthand that he could not wait to get home to those boys and uh, his wife, and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And then I thought about maybe getting you, like, institutionalized because I've never seen anybody back into their family before. But, no, you guys are awesome, and and your, your family is so cool, and you're a great dad. And I'm getting all my compliments out of the way, so don't expect any more this year. Um, but, uh, you know, it's a pleasure, it's a pleasure to, 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 to do this with you and, and, uh, you're the real deal, you know, you're, you're a good dude and you're a great DDP yoga representative. Um, and that's all I got to say about that. Okay. It is nice, you know, at a certain age and mine's a little older than yours, but it's tough to find really good friends, you know, and it's tough to. <clears throat> to make connections at a certain certain age and a certain stage in life, um, because you do have families that are, or you know whatever else going on, and you know it's nice to have you, but again the whole community that that you know you do come together over something that there is something everybody's craving a change or an improvement, um, and it does help to make those connections and those those friendships. Uh, because it's not always easy. Yeah, no, it's not always easy. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, um, you know, uh, the, this quarantine and stuff has got a lot of people on edge. And I know that there's a lot of people here in the GDPY community, to bring it back to mental health, um, there's a lot of people here who have all kinds of mental health struggles, whether it be addiction, whether it be depression, uh, and it really is important to kind of reach out to people, even if they're not reaching out to you. There's some friends that you know you worry about sometimes. There's some friends that you know that, like, I should probably just give him a call or give her a call. Uh, isolation's hard for a lot of people. Uh, this is going to be a hard road, you know, plus sickness, and there's going to be some financial setbacks for so many people and so many businesses. Uh, things are going to be hard, and I think it's important to just take this opportunity and, put all our stupid politics behind us for five minutes and really just care about each other, you know, be there for each other, reach out, make the effort to call somebody. You know, I think it's important going through the next couple of months because it's going to get tough. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's easy to, to become absorbed in your own world or your own head, especially when you're locked at home <clears throat> or, you know, kind of, kind of taking care of everything in your own space and, you know, you have a habit of reaching out at great times. And, you know, I have some other friends who, you know, if I withdraw for a little while, they, they reach out. So you're absolutely right. It's important to, it's important to be the one that reaches out as well. Absolutely. And uh, Crystal, I know in Canada, um, has the yeah. virus made it to Canada yet? Or are you still, oh, still a couple of years away? I mean, you would think that the cold would be a huge turnoff for anything coming here, but yeah, no, it's here. And yeah, I mean, I am in strict isolation. I'm not allowed to do anything because oh, I don't have an immune system. 
Yeah, I was going to say that. You probably have a weakened, a weakened immune system, so you're probably all just locked up. Um, oh, yeah, there's so a I know... on our front door. Oh, really? Can I borrow that when you're done yeah. with it? I'd like to put one on my front door. Just keep people away in general. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I, I just assumed that the that the, uh, the virus went over the border and, like, screw that and took a plane to, like, Tijuana. So I'm going to a warmer climate. <laughs> Well, no, it's here. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Um, we are uh, about twelve minutes left because and I got to tell you, be honest with you. When I first was scheduling the show, I kind of forgot to do so, and I did it last minute and was rushing through it. And I scheduled a forty-five minute show, so I got twelve minutes and twenty-five seconds left on the clock. So we have to wrap up a little <laughs> bit earlier than usual tonight, but. I'm sure Rodney is uh, is okay with that because it's like four hours past his bedtime. He he's, he's already had his glass of warm milk, and he's got his nightcap on, and he's ready to climb into bed. Yes, you are correct. <laughs> I, I am correct. Um, anything we else we would cover? Oh man, and you know what? You know you 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 kind of have your routine too. You know, working from home and stuff, and when the world kind of gets thrown up into upheaval, you know, everyone's home now, but you, you still got to do your gig because, you know, you're home doing your gig. So it's a very, it's a big wrench thrown into a schedule. And both of us being uh, creatures of habit, it really just becomes exhausting, you know, throwing all that extra effort into the day. So uh, I understand yep. that for sure. Definitely. I think it's important to be. Forgiving of yourself, you know, and everybody, you know, we've had really supportive um, leadership with the company I work for. And, you know, I think it's important to be easier on yourself because these are unprecedented times. And, you know, everybody understands that. And, you know, I always push myself harder than anyone else pushes. So um, I've had to kind of lighten up and it's helped. It's helped. But, yeah, the the routine changes are are not fun um, for somebody who likes structure and structure and uh, predictability. Yeah, and you know you're allowed I to get stressed and you're allowed to get angry. You know, if you weren't stressed, I think there's probably something wrong with you right now. It's it's a crazy time. So as long as you're not going yeah. too far, you got to have an outlet and to allow yourself to be grumpy and stressed and angry sometimes and. You know, that's how humans rid themselves of that pent-up emotion. And if there's ever a time that is warranted of it, it's now. It's it's not easy right now. I have a, a friend in New Zealand, and he basically sent a reminder to me that, you know, we are all going through this together. It's so, you know, this isn't the world against you. We are effectively being snapped into, we are all one tribe, and we are all dealing with the same thing, different degrees of the same thing at times, but um, we're going we're gonna to all get through this, but we're going to get through it together. So, one tribe. Well, I hear that, and I love it. And from Canada to where I am here in North Carolina and the Rodney with the Mississippi, uh, you know, we're all kind of just bouncing around and we're kind of just trying to feel our way through this because like Rodney said, it's, it's uncharted territory. So we're all kind of figuring yeah. this out together. There's no, 
this this isn't there's no drills for this, you know. Um, we're all going to be recovering after all of this. We're, we're going to come. There's a lot of people who are going to be losing gigs, and it's going to be difficulty. And as long as I know I got some good friends to go to battle with, and I'm talking about Crystal, and I'm talking about Rodney, talking about people like Josh McAdoo, Kayfabe, don't tell them, uh, Garrett and Adam, <laughs> just all these people in this community who I've become so friendly and have become such a part of my life. It's good to know that, uh, you know, we're all in the same boat. You know, we're all kind of feeling our way through, and we're all going to get through it with friends and family. And on the other side of this, it's going to be hard, but we're all going to be better people for going through the struggle. We're going to be stronger people, and we're going to be more empathetic. There's a silver lining to all of this. I feel a lot of us have reached out to people who we may have become estranged with through the past years of politics and just BS, like just – you know, shit stirring. Everybody's been so uptight, and sometimes it takes like something like this to recenter people's priorities. Uh, you don't hope for it, you don't wish for it, but it's here, so you might as well take advantage of it and take this opportunity to just be decent to each other again. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I heard a line today. I think it, it was the worst things in life bring out the best in people. You know, True. And I think we're seeing that. Unfortunately, I mean, that, that's so true, and, and, and unfortunately, sometimes it takes to something like this, and you don't hope for that, but I think we'd be stupid not to take advantage of the situation and kind of recenter ourselves, so uh, I appreciate you coming on with us, man. We're doing a little bit of a abbreviated show, and I know you're going to get some sleep. you got to be up early with the boys, and we appreciate you coming on with us tonight, and uh, Crystal, as always, thank you for getting all this together and, and calling up oh, Rodney and booking him for me so I can have him on here and and chat with my bud. Thanks, Bobby. Thanks for having me. Oh, no problem, man. Yeah, and when when this all settles down and stuff and your schedule gets back on on track, we'll have to have you on again sometime down the line and talk some some wrestling or something. But uh, I appreciate you coming on with us. And uh, Crystal, I appreciate you as always. And I think what better way to end the show than to throw out a quote from the Canadian quote master herself. And we'll wrap this stuff sure. up and we're going home. Sure, absolutely. So this week's quote is from Emily Joy Rosen. Um, it just says, what good is your yes if you've lost your no? Speaking from experience, it's worth finding. And yes, they might get mad when you do, but just know that those are not your people. And it's better you lose them than losing yourself. I love it. That's perfect. Thank you so much, Crystal. Thank you so much. And I, I, I usually don't do this, but I'm going to add a quote to the top of this to kind of finish it up. It's by my good friend Rodney Esty. It's I get no respect. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't do a Rodney's impression. But uh, thank you guys so much. We'll see you guys thank later. You. Thank you, uh, Rodney. I'll catch you soon. Crystal, thank you guys so much. Remember, stay safe. Remember to all to wash your hands, all the other, you know, stuff you've heard over and over again. But most importantly than anything is be good to each other, be decent, reach out to people you care about, make sure everyone's doing all right. And uh, remember, take away anything. Breathe. What is happening? What? I'm I'm out of control today. I just hit a button, and I I thought it was the signal. 
Canadian invasion, like Rush was playing. I thought <laughs> you were coming down to take over the studio. But uh, anyways, right. be good to each other. We'll talk to you soon. It's crazy. It ain't perfect, but it's what we do here. So get used to it. This is a good, this is on a good night, anyways, too. So I don't think it's anything Corona related. Uh, chaos is our baseline. So we'll see you guys soon. <laughs> Yeah. Own it. Thank you, Rodney. Thank you, Crystal. Thank you. Today, man, that was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Paige. Oh, oh, diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond wow. cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio. Respect. <laughs>